1: You're on SENZ. This is Phoenix Nation. Thanks to Oppo. Coming up on the show, Phoenix and uh, Liberty A-League player Kate Taylor is going to join us a little bit later on. We'll also hear from Adam Peacock from codesports.com.au about expansion of the A-League and a, and a possible second tier. We'll do all that right now, though. We have Scott Wooten on the line, a central defender from the Wellington Phoenix. Uh, good to have you back on the field, Scott. How, how was the rehab, mate?
0: Yeah, it was good. Um, a little bit longer than I first initially thought, to be honest. Uh, I think it was seven weeks since the Sydney FC away game. Yeah. Um, so you know, it was a bit longer than I thought initially. But these things take time. It was a bit of a niggly injury in a, in a funny place, so I have to be careful. That I have to take my time, and you know, I'm just just grateful that I'm, I'm back now, fully fit and available for the team to help me to the end of the season.
1: Uh, how are you um, as a uh, as an injured recovering player? How, how how does it affect you? Yeah, no,
0: not great to be honest. I'm sure the physios are back that up. Probably a bit annoying asking, you know. Out. what is this right should I be doing this can I do this how long is this going to take what about if we do this way so probably not the uh, not the most easiest but you know just because I, I hate being injured to be honest Um, you know I had a few bad injuries um early on in my career so uh, you know I'm not probably the best because you was walking past me now <laughs> so I'm sure you would back me up that I'm probably not ideal in the treatment room but um, yeah, listen, it's part and parcel of sport, ultimately uh, elite level sport. You, you're going to get injured at some point, So, but
1: yeah, I don't think I'm the best. Uh, well, mate, it's just it's just good that you're back fit, and, and we've got you back on the park. Um, there has been a tendency this season for the Phoenix, uh, and, and I think it's shone through even more when you weren't there, uh, for the Phoenix to, to not be able to hold on to Leeds. Um, sitting on the sideline, that must have been frustrating, but what do you put that down to?
0: Yeah, listen. You know, obviously it's for free, and when you're watching the games, and you can't help and and stuff like that. But I think I think there's a couple of things, you, different ways. to look at it for me personally, I feel like when we're playing well in games, we we are playing, we play really well, and we create so many chances. We we've, we've never really killed teams off, probably apart from Western United uh, in the home game before the World Cup break. You know, other than that, I feel like when we only one goal when we're only one goal ahead, the other team always are going to have a spell in the, at some point in the game. So, and we, we just obviously haven't been able to completely shut the, the back door on that. So I feel like the, the Western United away game in Tasmania, we were ruthless. We got the second goal, then we got the third goal. And then for the last 30 minutes, the game was done. Whereas well, if that game still only one there and we don't take our chances that we did do, then you, you know what it's like. You're in for a long half an hour because they... You've played really well. They know that you've played well. They can grow in confidence off the back of you not killing the game, and that's happened. I think a bit too too much for us this season. Instead of killing teams off, when we've had them, we've had them on the ropes. We've we've not we haven't took our chances, and and we've let them back in the game.
1: Last week um, we we managed to get a point uh, from a, a, a position that we didn't look like we were going to get one, and it was almost a reversal of what we've seen a lot of the season, where we've been the better team and then and then coughed something up towards the end. Uh, so it was nice to get one back on on that front, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we well, I don't think it was our worst performance, but it was nowhere near our best performance uh, last week for sure. And I think when you're not quite at your best, or you're not playing, you're not playing normal football like we did, I think it's vital that you you can still pick up results. And, you know, Central Coast, in my opinion, are one of the better teams in the league. The way they play, they've got so much energy, you can press high. Um, So to come away with a point, you know, wasn't bad really. Looking forward now to two big home games. And then, you know, like I say, you, you take the point and move on.
1: Yeah, how how disruptive is it if you've got a, a setback line, right? Say like you and Tim playing in the middle, and Callan playing out right, and then Callan obviously gets suspended, so Tim has to go out right. You get a different partner in the middle. How disruptive is that for you?
0: Yeah, it it can be because you know I, I'm big for building relationships with people, and you only get that by. Length of time Playing together You know So like you say It, it looked like We had a, a reasonably Settled back four With, with what you've just said You know Colin Elliott He's been great At right back uh, In the middle Lucas You know Was nailing down The left back position And then you're looking Thinking we, You know We go and beat Sydney FC We get a couple Of good results And you're thinking You know This this could be The back four now For the rest of the season And then You know I obviously get injured uh, Shuts and Lucas are Swapping and changing a bit Lucas picks up A little niggle Cal gets suspended all these things pop up and it's why you have obviously a squad and I do believe you've got a good squad of players to be able to deal with it but you know, it's not ideal because like I said, I feel, especially as a back four and a goalkeeper, the longer the partnerships have spent together, the better the relationships build and the more trust and the more you know each, what each other is are going to do and that can really benefit the team and, and, and the back line.
1: Now, you got Newcastle this weekend uh, and they're a bit of something of a bogey team, aren't they, Newcastle? They, they always seem to um, seem to find a way to get a result against us. what do you think that is? Not, I'd love, I'd love, uh,
0: I'd love to know. But um, no, yeah, you're right. I think we, we um, before I come last year, I think they they give us a good hide at their place. Um, my first game against them was in Gosford at Central Coast Stadium, and I think we won three two. I think David Ball scored ahead of later on, which was a great result for us at the time. And then I think we actually played them with a really really young team later on in the season and got. Got pumped four 0 I think. Um, so yeah, they beat us obviously at the start of this season. They started really fast against us, and we couldn't couldn't get into the game the first 10, fifteen minutes. So yes, yeah, so we're, we're well aware of their strengths and how they play, and I think we're better equipped. We'll, we'll be more equipped this time round to, to be able to deal with it, and, and you know we, we need to win this game.
1: They've got a couple of familiar faces in Reno Piscopo and and Josh Satorio who have been previously been at the club. Uh, does that help? Do you think, when you know, as a def- not just as a defensive unit, but just as a team, to uh, know those guys so well when you when you come up against them?
0: Yeah, I think it can do, but I don't really think it would change change the outcome of the game. Uh, I think if you won be one against like Reno, for example, you, you know what he likes and what he wants. He wants you to come and post him so he can wriggle his way out of things, and uh, you know he looks pleasing on the eye, and, and likewise with Sotirio, You know how fast he is, so you know as a defending player or as a team, you, you don't want to. Give him space to run into off the ball. So there is little instances and little things, but you know, throughout your career, you find loads of these things. You play against former clubs, or you'll have players playing coming back to play against former clubs, and it's very rarely affects uh, the outcome of the game. You just got to be aware of these little bad attributes in, in, during the nineteen minutes.
1: Sip James bloody McGarry, eh? <laughs> oh,
0: unbelievable, isn't it, eh? Well, there's forty games for the Phoenix, no goals, and. and but and what I said to the lads is, what, what's even more frustrating, it's not like he scored goals for Newcastle or Central Coast against any other team either. it's literally his only two goals of both teams against us, which is just it is what it is. You know what I mean? There's no point laughing. Well, we can laugh about it or moan about it, or whatever. But it is what it is, what is? its its it has gone now, and you know, fair play to Jimmy, but for us, it's it's frustrating, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, I bet, I bet. All right, well, hey, uh, Scott, I'd like, like to bring up a couple of other things uh, before we finish, if that's all right, mate. Um, you've played, obviously, yeah, yeah bulk of your career in, in the UK. Um, the FA Cup is uh, is 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 a big tournament, you know. We, we all grow up. Well, what I did at least, uh, getting out of bed at three in the morning to watch it with the family, etc. cetera. Uh, Max Crocombe this morning played in goal for Grimsby Town, who's a Kiwi, played for the All-Whites. Uh, they got a 2-1 win against Southampton at St Mary's. They're now into the quarterfinals. Not bad for a team in the fourth tier. Just how big a deal is that?
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, that'd be huge. I mean, that could, even
0: that, that one game alone could completely change the fortunes of, of, of Grimsby Town. Of that football club for, for the next couple of years, you know the money they would they would get from that going away to a Premier League ground would be huge, would be I be, say life changing, but it'd be it'd be change the fortune to the club in terms of the budget, sort out the finances, the experience that the players and staff have got to gone through the Premier League venue is just huge, really. You can't really replicate it, and like you say, for the fourth tier team to get to the quarter final. Is, a, is an amazing achievement really uh, so, so fair play to them and, and fair play to the goalkeeper I was aware of it this morning coming in a few of the boys said that We obviously know no one who played with him in the all-white said that he was starting golf against Southampton and so we were keeping an eye on the result and, and you know credit to them it was a great great win
1: yeah, fantastic one. And they've drawn Brighton away in the quarterfinals. So one Premier League side oh, into wow. another. So uh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. That was yeah. pretty good. Yeah, I think when you
0: get to them quarterfinal phases, you know that you're probably gonna be getting a Premier League side. But you know, they've they gonna beat Southampton, so I'm sure they'll be it's a free hit for them, you know, they'll go down with no pressure whatsoever. And you know, like I said, the biggest picture for them is, you know, they're a a pretty small team in League Two and they've gone on this cup running. You've seen it before that the money that they they generated from this couple could, um, could propel them into challenging for, for the promotion in the future.
1: Now, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk to you about, Scott, was uh, United lifting the League Cup. Um, how big is that for the squad, winning something after six years and, and Eric Ten Hag in his first season getting some silverware?
0: Yeah, I, I think it's massive. Um, I just don't think that you could replicate with that winning feeling and going getting over the line, you know, I I obviously looked out for Lally on the social side a lot because he was my reserve coach, and he lost two finals. I'm pretty sure I know he definitely lost the Europa League final, and I just felt at the time that was such a big blow for him and the team because they just got so close. When you just don't get over the line, that can affect you mentally. Whereas mm-hmm. I think, to be fair, Eric and I've been unbelievable since he came in, and that first win, you've seen what it done for the likes of, I think Mourinho at Chelsea. He took the Carabao Cup so seriously he won it nearly every year and it went on to it didn't hinder his league campaign. He, he always went on to win the league and the same with Pep Guardiola they've gone on they've won that first cup they've got that winning feeling amongst the team and amongst the squad and then um, you know they've gone on to to, to, to dominate really both Mourinho Chelsea and, and Peps Man City so hopefully I'm not saying Man United are going on to dominate but it can certainly give them that that winning culture and that winning feeling spirit within the, the dressing room and now they, they all know they okay it's not one of the major competitions but they've, they've been there, they've got over the line, they've got the trophy, they've got their hands on it, and, and that can only stand them in good stead as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, and a good win this morning against the Hammers as well. So under the quarterfinals of the FA Cup uh, and into the last 16 of the Europa League, maybe an outside chance at the Premier League as well. It's all it's all going uh, pretty pretty well at the moment at uh, Old Trafford, isn't it?
0: Yes, yeah, unbelievable. I think from the first two games in the season where they lost to the home and they lost to like, Brentford 4-0, so how he turned it around, he deserves huge, huge amounts of credit as, as far as I'm concerned. He, he just strikes it as someone who knows exactly what he wants. He sets the highest of standards in training off the pitch. He, you see, you know, obviously it's well, well documented, all the stuff with Ronaldo. Big decisions, he's not, not afraid to make big decisions with, you know, likes to Harry Maguire, who's his captain, England international, leaving him out. Um, the former Marcus Rashford what he's up to do so sure I just feel like the minute, everything he's doing every decision he's making he's getting absolutely spot on and um, long may that continue
1: yeah 100% 100% good stuff Scott hey listen thanks for your time mate I uh, could talk more and more on United with you but we have limited time and I know you've probably got a training session in day, so, <laughs> so we'll let you go mate uh, all, all the best for the weekend uh, I, I hope to see you get three points at the Caketon and then uh, a Monday morning uh, we'll get three three points at Anfield would will be beautiful
0: Yeah, that'd be fantastic. That'd be a perfect weekend. (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) Go well, brother. Cheers. Thanks, mate. See you later.